Blog Talk Radio. PA Entertainment Radio live here on Block Talk, Kyle and Alonzo. Thank you for joining us today. If you're not listening to the show live, thanks for downloading it um, at your leisure. Um, we have a lot to get into, but first, uh, next week, final show of the year. Uh, like I said, last week, we'll be back up and running January 9th, 2022. Uh, so next week, final show of 21. We're going to shut it down for a few weeks. Back up January ninth, twenty twenty two. Um, I still have a lot of holiday music to play today. I still got Ray Charles from Temptations, all that stuff going on. I got some Grinch, Twelve Days of Christmas, Mama Rain got ran over by reindeer or grandma, both of them got ran over by reindeer, all that stuff. But as a warning, we're about to go along on a certain topic today. We want to get started with this list that Lonzo forwarded me uh, earlier this week. Now, this <laughs> list, uh, uh, this list is going to take. Like I said, we might run long on this one. Mm-hmm. So there's a list that says the top 50 best rappers of all time. Some somebody put this together. Uh, apparently, it's their opinion. However, I'm going to go from 50 to one, and after I read that, we're going to talk about it. And the lines are open. If you're listening, you guys want to chime in at uh, 516-387-1961, 516-387-1961. Then we'll give you our own little personal top five or ten of our favorite MCs. All right, so here we go. Now, at number 50, I'm going back to one, all right? Number 50 is, T, is uh, T-Pain. <clears throat> that's that's a the red flag right there. That's a red flag right mm-hmm. there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, number 49, LL Cool J. Mm. Uh, why is Beastie he so Boys. far back? Yeah, why is he so far back? And Beastie Boys is number 49. That's a group, not a rapper. Um, yeah, 48. 47, yeah, that's number 48. 47 is M.I. Don't know who that is. Who is that? 46. <laughs> I have that. All right, let me get through this. Because <laughs> he's... he's, he's He's gonna make me laugh. <laughs> he's gonna make me laugh. All right, so forty-seven is Q-Tip. I don't know why he's that low. Forty-five is AKA. Forty-four, Public Enemy. Again, that's the group. Forty-three is Clash. Clashing off. Don't know who that is. Forty-two is Meek Mills. I don't know why he's that low. Common is forty-one. Rick Ross is forty. Uh, Queen Latifah. They spelled Latifah wrong. Um, 
Yep. Wrong. <laughs> number 39. Number 38 is Mm-mm. The Game. 37 is Twister. 36 is Rock Kim. Oh, Lord. Lord. What? 35. <laughs> Wait a minute. 35 is NWA. Again, that's a group. 34 is Run DMC. Again, that's a group. 33 is Slick Rick. 32 is Giggs. Don't know who that is. 31 is J. Cole. Wow. 30 mm-hmm. is Gucci Mane. Wow. 29 is Mob Deep. Prodigy in parentheses. Just say Prodigy from Mob Deep. 28 mm-hmm. is Busta Rhymes. Oh, my God. 27 crazy. is Keith Keith. 26 is Ice Cube. So Ice Cube is, apparently Ice Cube is on this twice. He's on here twice. He's with NWA yep. and by himself. This is the this is the list that that we found. Twenty five mm-hmm. is Snoop Dogg, Lord. Twenty four is Beanie Siegel. Twenty three is Ludacris. Twenty two is T I. Twenty one is Missy Elliott. Number twenty is and I don't know why they did it this way. Twenty is Wu Tang in parentheses Method Man slash Ghostface. You could have broke that up. <laughs> Number 19 is Onyx, Fred will uh, uh, spell his name wrong, and Sticky Fingers. 18 is Lauren Hill. 17 is Jada. 16 is Drake. 15 is Kendrick Lamar. 14 is Sarkuti? Don't know who that is, but he's number 14. It shouldn't be that high. 13 is Ferris one 12 is DMX. 11 is Andre 3000. 10 is Nelly. What? I'm losing my cool here. I'm, wait, wait, what? wait. I'm losing my cool, too. Number nine is Biggie. Now, this is what you this is what you yelled at me through the message when you seen this. Soldier Boy is over Biggie. It's over Biggie at and Art Rockem and everybody else. And everybody else. It's over LL Cool J. Kanye's at number seven. Nas is number six. Lil Wayne is number five. 50 Cent, number four. Number three is Eminem. Number two is Tupac. Number one is Jay-Z. This, this list is First off, 50, 50 um, it shouldn't even be up at number four. 50 is not that great of a lyricist, and I'm going to say no. that. I'm putting that out there. No, he's, he's not no, that great right. of a lyricist. He's not. He's not. He's not. Uh, okay, now, on this list, it has it uh, top of this has l- numbers of it's hmm. number it says g- number one generational the list is comprised of number one generational cultural influence two lyrically inspirational how soldier boy anyway and number three <laughs> skill skill and distinctive distinctive flow so you're telling me soldier boy superman that whole it's above Biggie, above everyone. Like, what? Above LL Cool J? Come on. Like, are you Come above on. Snoop? This, this is a joke. Come this on. is all a joke. This is a joke. Isn't Whoever it? made this list is a joke. <laughs> this has to be a comical list <laughs> because this is not real. This is not this is real. This not real. <laughs> this cannot be This list. Is, 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 what is going on? It's Who bogus. wrote this? It's bogus. Well, it have to be somebody had to make this list out of to be fun, just to to create a buzz. Because this is not real. None of these guys is, is <laughs> over. You know, all these people that's down below. Ice Cube is is, is lyrically um nice. Rock Kim is definitely um, definitely. Um, 
Yeah, he should have been up there in the you top got, 10. You got Kyle, LL you got Cool J. You got LL Cool J at number 49? Meek like, Mill should have been up there. <laughs> Meek Mill what? is lyrically nice. Nice. You got him at 42. Um, Common, Common is nice. Like, what are you, Queen Latifah? You spell Latifah wrong. By the way, let me tell you how you spell Latifah, everyone. It's L, the person spelled it L A T I F A. Latifah. Like, that's not how she spells it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing that stood out when you, when you showed me this list. I don't know why. And it was like, they spell Latifah wrong. Like, <laughs> And then he got artists on here I've never heard of, you know, so I can't even see tell you if they're lyrically nice or not because I've never heard of them. <laughs> and they outrank some of the some of the greats. Like, how, who the hell is Giggs and why he why is he number thirty two over Slick Rick and, and right. over LL Cool J? Like, who, who who is Clash Clashnikov and why is he over LL Cool J? And uh, and Public Enemy is a group, by the way. It's not not uh, artist. Because rappers, not groups, the best rappers. They give us groups. And then some with groups, but give us individual names. They put individual names, like Method Man, Ghostface. And, and if they're going like to put them individually, they, they, they should have been above some of these guys uh, on here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, Ghostface is uh, nice lyrically. Yeah, you separate nice. that. They could, right? They could have separate that. Like put the, replace, and, I, and it doesn't. Matter, I'm not talking about the number wise, but take all gigs, take off clinging off whatever his name is. You can slide Ghostface and Meth on this list. Take them off the board, and then yeah. Sticky Fingers and Fredo Star. You can get rid of Scart Sarkody, whatever who the hell that is, and somebody else. That I don't even know who on here. Put them on there. Soldier. Rank them up. Get rid of him, too. Get rid of Soldier Boy. Not saying rank them that high, but get rid of those names. He's ranked, like, get, get, he's put, ranked at number 200, Soldier Boy. I'm sorry. Two. I'm saying that. <laughs> negative. <laughs> negative 200. Negative 200. <laughs> negative 200. All right. Uh, I think we got a we caller. Let's see if we can get him in here. Calling you on the air, NYP Entertainment Radio. Calling you on the air. Hello? Hello? Mic check. Can y'all hear me? Mic check. One, two. Yes, yes. Mic we check. can hear you. Man, How's y'all going? are killing me with the list. I'm laughing because <laughs> I'm hearing these names. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. This can't be real. No, this actually happens nah, in reality. It can't be. <laughs> It's not a playback. It's a live radio show. We live. I'm like, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah, this, 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 this is definitely a comical. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to bash y'all. Where did y'all get this list from? Uh, we found this list on um, on social media that somebody put up to say this is the top 50 best rappers of all times. And when I seen this list, oh, I was like, God. no, it can't be. This, like, this is full <laughs> of... <laughs> I said the same thing, man. I've been over 10,000 of these radio shows. I'm sitting here like, I know this is not their list, but I'm going to listen. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to sit here and listen. <laughs> and I'm hearing these things. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Snaggins, Fugazi. Hey, hey, that's not no real rap list. No, it isn't. I'm going to tell you my top 10. This is my top yes. 10. This is my personal okay. top 10 past 20 years over. Okay. Tupac, mm-hmm. Big, Jay Z, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. Eminem, mm-hmm. Kanye mm-hmm. West, mm-hmm. 50 Cent, and the only reason why I say 50 Cent is on this list, and you gotta understand this, that dude's doing more mogul, mogul, major stuff while everybody else is sleeping. Right. Mm-hmm. You gotta put a little Kim in there. You gotta put it in there, Foxy Brown, and you gotta put it in there, Money Love. And the last, mm. the ultimate supreme rapper of all time to me, it has to be LL Cool J. He didn't sit at the time. Mm. Every time he, he drop a rhyme, it's still relevant to wherever he drop a rhyme. And that's it. Right. You know, I, I agree with you on Moni Love, and she's so underrated. She is lyrically nasty. <laughs> and people, they, they sleep on her. You know, when she did that song Come on, with man. Ladies First with Queen Latifah, she killed that song. Come on. She killed mm-hmm. that song. Not to say that Queen Latifah is, is, isn't nice. She's nice in her own way, but in that song, Ladies First, Moni mm-hmm. outdid Queen Latifah in that song. But what about when she got on the track with the Jungle Birds and she was like, Moni in the middle. Everybody was in the middle. She, you oh, right. yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you jump in yeah. there with the niggas and do it, too. Come on, man. I, I just I appreciate what y'all doing. Y'all bringing real help out. Back to the digital society. People don't know what it is to stand out line and wait for a Sam Goody CD and wait for a record. Now, yeah. you yeah. drop our freestyle 15 minutes later, it's available on every social network. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is, <laughs> that is true. You're right about Come that. Come on, man. Yeah. CDs were sold while you waiting in line to buy your favorite artist CD. If you were a real artist. That's true. You're right. You're right. Uh, uh, my friend, tell everybody who you are and where you're from. Oh, thank you so much, sir. My name is Pastor Don Jr., CEO. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. That's where I was born and raised. I was carried into a radio station for three months. I'm passing the radio tradition on. I got Master Man X on the line with me, and we ate. Hey, this is my son. He just got out. He's serious. Tell okay. him who you are, Madison. Let him know. Okay. Well, that, hey, that's how it works now. Everybody put you on voicemail. You don't even know you're on voicemail. It's like, damn, okay. I do it. It happens. He's, he's a little nervous. <laughs> no, he ain't, ain't nothing nervous about him. He's making moves. If he's not answering my response, I, he's doing his thing. At the same time, okay. man, bro, hey, y'all Google me. Pastor Don GNC on any of your favorite social networks. I've been over 10,000 of these radio shows. But when I stop, I'm like Jesus in the Bible. It's like, hold on. They, they talk about something I know about. <laughs> I know about this. <laughs> That's what's up. Pastor, you appreciate you calling me, brother. Man, thank, thank you so much. Keep listening, man. Amen. I'm right here. Amen. Stay safe, brother. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'll talk to you. Now, Zoe, you have a list, right? Um, I have a, I have my list. I have my list. All right. <clears throat> What's your list? Okay. I'm I'm What's your list? You know, I I would go with um, you know, definitely um, hey, listen, I will put. Wait, though, interrupt you. Yeah. Hey, listen, hey, look, whatever, don't even whatever you feel. It don't have to be in a particular order. What you feel, just like the pastor. Right. 
or anyone else, your favorite, your your, your that, that that moves you each time, no matter right. popular or not. And this is not, not in any which... particular audience um order, but right. I will go with Biggie. Okay. I will go with Pac. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely go with Common. You know, he's underrated mm-hmm. and, and lyrically he's nasty, especially freestyling. Uh, which mm-hmm. not many people hear him when he can actually freestyle off the top of his dome and, and still make sense mm-hmm. with it. Um, Eminem, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, definitely would be Rakim in there. you got to throw him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the mm-hmm. greats out there. I would definitely go with um, Queen Latifah um, in there. Um, definitely, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going off the list right here, what I'm doing, you know, not, you mm-hmm. know, just going anywhere, but I'm going off the list. Um, Kendrick Lamar is, mm-hmm. is definitely lyrically nasty. Um, definitely mm-hmm. LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Um, and people sleep on, on Q-tip. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't sleep on no, Q-tip. Yeah. You yeah. know, J. Cole. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, how many I got so far? I lost count. <laughs> I was just giving you five or ten. You was going out like you might be past ten now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm past ten you because might... I mean, I was like, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I told him what number to stop at. He just kept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Split Rick Cube. Yeah, I'm I, gonna stop right you know, there. You know, oh Andre right. 3000, can't forget about him. Oh yeah, I think yeah. he's better than his his partner, Big Boy. I'm I'm just that's just my opinion. Uh, I think you know he's what? lyrically you, you nastier than Big Boy. Yeah, he is. Big Boy holds his own, but Andre got to. Is it one rap that just stands out out of all that rap that he did by himself? That just anyway, it's I gotta find. I'm put on January's playlist. I gotta find that joint. Um, there's a name that's not on here, and if I see this person, I know who the person was. I would like slap some senses to them. There's one person they do not have on here at all. Who's that? Funk Doctor Spot Redman. Oh gosh, yeah, you can't you forget about that guy there. right you there. You lost me as a friend. You lost me as Red a friend Man. and a homie. I'll, he, he like Redman is H-O-C, nasty. Take off AKA MI Whack Ass Soldier Boy Gigs. These other clowns I don't know, and put Funk Doctor Spock on there. What are you doing? So, needless to say, he's on my list. Redman, yeah. Q, Common, yeah. LL, mm-hmm. um, another person, AZ, who's not on oh, here. Oh, AZ, AZ is nasty. Underrated. You know, um, Beans, obviously oh, Beans. They forgot Beans. Nas, too. <laughs> no, Nas is on there. Nas is number six. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, he yeah. is. Okay. They got Wayne over Nas, which is like, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with really? you? Um, Nas, of course, Eminem, Pop, J. Um, I said Cool J. I said, I said Hello, Cool J. I like Keith, Mur- Keith Murray, um, mm-hmm. and I'm, and Snoop Dogg, Luda, and Buster. Like those, those rounds out, or however that was. And I'm sure I'm missing a lot of others. Oh, my man, Jada Kiss. Jada, nasty. Jada. Oh my gosh, that's nasty. nasty. Did you hear the new you, song that like, um? That he got with um, yeah. Funk Flex? Yeah. They got Drake. I think I sent it to you. <laughs> yeah, it's going, it's, it's going on January. Um, January yeah. playlist. They got Drake over Jada. What? what? Drake is okay, nice, okay, okay. but he's not lyrically nasty. He, he, he ain't over no Jada. He ain't over no Jada, no. sis. 
I'll replace him with with the with the guys we don't know, like Sir Cody and 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 uh, <laughs> other clowns on here. I don't know. <laughs> and the collection off call, whatever whatever the name is. Anyway, yeah, this list is bogus. This list is whack. It's corny. Whoever put this together should be ashamed of themselves and and just just just, just run off somewhere in the woods and just stay there the rest of your life. I don't know. It just come on, like come on, you know. And Ghostface also on my list. But um, yeah, this is this is garbage. This again, yeah, this I'm is looking not at from the comics. <clears throat> I'm looking at again, reading though? some of the comics of. I'm reading some of the comments of some of the people who also looked at this list. Some people say mm-hmm. they're joking, right? That was made mm-hmm. for laugh. And it obviously, had to be made for laugh because you you can't put certain people over somebody. Um, somebody, another person put on um, whatever this list is, um, garbage to the fullest. <laughs> the other one put LOL Soldier Boy over Biggie, Kendrick, Drake, Kiss, Woo, Ludacris, yep. Q, Prodigy at number eight. Um, don't know who list this is, but um, it's obvious this person knows nothing about hip hop. It's obvious. <laughs> this person hey, knows funny. nothing about hip hop. You know, I forgot. And somebody put down there Scarface, GV, and, yeah. and even E40. They got a point there, like, damn, that's right, that's true. Big Sean, talk about Big Sean. Like, what the hell? Is Big, Big Sean, Sean, yeah. And I like, I like, <laughs> Papoose. I like Big Papoose. Big like, L. Come on now. <laughs> Pun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Foxy, MC Light, Lil Kim. Come on now. Come on, come on. Anyway, anyway, again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dog, and little dogs, is to be on leashes. I'm telling you, this is not us. <laughs> Zoe, Zoe found this. Zoe hit me up and said, look at this list. And I said, we're talking about this on Sunday. He said, indeed. And we had to get this off our chest because this is god-awful horrible. Not only for the person who put the list together, but the person – listen, if you're a friend of the person who posted it, don't be their friend no more. Don't be their friend. Just cut off all ties with this person. Don't just stop calling them. Block them from all social media. Delete them out your phone. <laughs> change your address. Do not be their friend. Because friends do not let friends put a list like this together at all. Like, no way. Obviously, their friends didn't proofread this before they sent out to the world. Because if one of my boys put this together, like Zoe put this together, we ain't friends no more. Zoe, we're ending the show right now. Get the fuck off the show. We ain't friends. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> We're, we're in this right now. If you or someone I knew put this list out there like that, this is a travesty. I sound like Stephen A. Smith right now. This is horrible. This is a travesty. This is god awful. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's how he sounds. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe this. They put this together. I can't believe this. Um, but, so, that is that's it. So all right, enough of that. Enough of talking. Uh, I told you more longer than we wanted. There was. That we usually do. What we're going to do now, we're going to play some music. When we come back, we got some more stuff to get into. Stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Man. I want you to be free. Ooh. 
say, are you married? We'll say, no, man. But you can do the job when you're in town, brother. Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the fire to face on a friend the plans that we made. Walking in the winter wonderland. Let's frolic and play the Eskimo way Walking in the winter wonderland Come on, walk it Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio Live here on Blog Talk. Uh, remember, if you can't catch this show live, as is happening from 5 to 7 p.m. every Sunday, uh, you can always subscribe, download, enjoy, share, comment on any platform that have podcasts, uh, iTunes, Anchor, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, so forth and so forth. Um, all right, let's keep this thing going. Cardi B yells at nightclub doorman after black women are allegedly not being let in. Cardi B up for fellow black women. Uh, the Bodak Yellow hitmaker uh, was caught yelling at a nightclub doorman after her fans told her that the club didn't allow black women inside. In a video that has hmm. been circulating on social media, the the WAP uh, uh, Raptress could be seen arriving at the 11, 11 Miami with her with the father and child offset on September, or excuse me, December 4th, last week. Uh, as she said hello to the fans while walking in, the fans started telling her that the bouncers were not allowing black women into the club. They accused the doorman of only letting white women into the event. The fans also claimed they were even blocked from purchasing a table. Uh, defending her fans, the 29-year-old rapper began yelling at the doorman, saying, let the black women in. Security later responded, that they will let the fans in after they let her in first. On Instagram, users who seem familiar with the place commented, 11 is extremely racist. This will soon come to light. Another user chimed in, I, I don't get begging from, I don't get begging from hearing the clip, more like inquiry the reason behind the blatant disrespect of not allowing a certain group of people in. Don't get why confused with how. Um, and it goes on to another subject with Cardi B. This is what stood out to me with that whole thing, which is I'm not unusual, but it's messed up that you have to get a celebrity to tell the doorman, like, let them in, where you know the doorman knew what he was doing. Off of orders right. from the club manager to pretty much divide up, pick and choose, go more white, go right. more, probably a little more Latina with the blonde hair than letting African-American women in. It's every, right. pretty much everywhere, quite frankly, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm glad she did say something. Um, of course, they put on the front, hey, we're going to let them in because you know, she said something. If she didn't arrive and said something, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have been, they would have still been it, out there. They wouldn't have let nobody in there, right. No, um, no, not at all. What they should do is um, boycott the place. You know, stop going there. You know, whatever mm-hmm. all the celebrities, you know, who are against this, Put it out there. You know what? Nobody, none right. of them show up there until they change that um, policy. You know, right. um, if they're right. going to continue doing that, and they nobody else shows up in there. 
That right. means no Latinos, no blacks, no celebrities, none of them. You know, and trust me, that will change. That will change. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Everyone come together and start boycotting. That'll change. Um, put on social media and the whole nine. Use social media in this way. Use the power of it. And don't wait till this incident comes up. So, yeah, it happened to me. You know, no, no, don't wait till it. Then do it. This boy are coming together. And just like, yo, don't go here. They're racist against minorities. Um, and right. a change will come, and they'll get it, and, and hopefully the policies will change. But, yeah, those are, I agree with them. Boycott it. Boycott it. It's just straight boycotting yep. them, um, write the reviews, and just overall tell asking people you use social media. And within that area, to boycott, bottom line. You know, and I think that works. I, I, I respected her for doing what she did, but I would respect her even more had she said, you know what? I'm not going inside. All of y'all, you know, my sisters and, and Latina, whatever, let's go somewhere else and move it to somewhere else, to another venue, and not go there. Yeah, yeah. But I think it wasn't her event she was going to. It was someone else's. But you're right. If she did that or told people inside, let's shut it down, let's let's go or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and just keep this up. I would not go back there if that's the case. Even if an event comes up, I'm invited to. I'm like, I'm not going. Right. I'm not going back there. I'm like, no, they look yeah. how they treat people X, Y, and Z. So, um, yeah, kudos to her. Um, but I, like you said, it's a good idea. Just to start boycotting it all together. What you guys though? Um, for all those who are Wendy Williams uh, fan of her show and all, you know. Um, it looks like um, she will be absent um, for from her show, um, continuing to 2022. Um, the Wonder Williams Show announced the lineup guest hosts for the month of January, beginning with, and guess who that will be? Who are they going to begin the show in 2022, 2022 in January? Fat Joe and Ray Ma going to start off during the week of January 3rd. Yeah. Hosting, like co-hosting together? Guess, yeah, guest host. Uh, so to start uh, in January, uh, the week of January 3rd, it's going to be Fat Joe and Remy Ma. Um, mm. Michael Rappaport will then host a week followed by duo Kim Whitley and Finesse Mitchell in week three. <laughs> Sherry Shepard, yes, I can see her, uh, will finish out a month, um, will finish out the month um, hosting from January 24th to the 28th, you know, um, they're saying we're looking forward to producing new and exciting shows in 2022, and we can't wait to return um, in the new year with all our guest hosts. The executive producer, Dave um, um, Perler, um, said in the press release, he continued, um, each of the outstanding guest hosts brings a unique and distinctive style to the successful Wendy format with their individual personalities while also making sure that Wendy's show remains uh, consistent uh, for loyal Wendy watchers. Um, I'm not sure about the the Fat Show and Remy Ma um, hosting Mm -hmm. the show. I, I, you know, I'm really not for that. I just can't see that happen. Michael Rappaport, he's, you know, very verbal and outspoken of of his um you know, his views on things, but I could see him doing it. Sherry um Shepherd definitely, you know, because that's what she do. <laughs> you 
you know, so I can see what she, you know, I, her doing that. Um, go ahead. I would, I would, I would take out Remy Ma and Fat Joe. I would break up Ken Whitley and Finesse Mitchell, and put right Ken Whitley right there, and have or have Ken Whitley first, then Finesse Mitchell after Michael Rapaport or whoever. Break them because Ken Whitley is funny. She's she, right. she got that vibe. She can hold the audience. Finesse Mitchell is a stand-up comedian. Yeah. They're not familiar yeah. with him. He's funny. He's witty. He could do it by himself. So I would get rid right. of Remy Ma and Fat Joe combo and break yeah. off and break up Tim Whitley and Finesse Mitchell. They could do it by themselves. They have they they got they, they're stand-ups. They they they've been they, they know how to command an audience. And they I can think do it they could be own, better definitely. by themselves. Exactly. Right. They can do it by themselves. I like I like Michael. Ra- oh, excuse me, Michael Rappaport. He's for me to say Michael Rappaport. I think. I agree with you. He, he's talkative. He's New Yorker. He got that. He, you know. And then Sherry Shepard, obviously, he, that's what she does. She does. That's that. what she does. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's what she does. I would actually. And, and she was on the show before already. You know, um, hosting Sherry right. Shepard, and uh, I think that she's one of the fans' favorite. I would start off with her, and end Kim Whitley at the end. Like have the men in between, and end with Kim, and like sandwich it between the women. Start off with the lady. And with the lady, Michael, Finesse, and then Kim, something like that. The Fat Joe and Ruby Mod, that's just not, to me, I, not, not together. That's not their thing. It's just, no. I, I just, no. And I, I think dual, dual host on a talk show format, unlike a radio show or a podcast, totally different. Um, you, you need one. You have one. Unless one, yeah, you just need one. And I think, yeah, so. I see what they're trying to do, but uh, you know I, that's that's our opinion. We would just like you know not nothing against them personally. Just like this right. doesn't fit in our opinion. It's, it's about casting. You know, you put something good together, you got what fits the part. And they right now to us do not fit the part. They um, don't fit the part, right? Little Wayne under police investigation for allegedly pulling assault rifle on member of security team. An altercation. Little one is reportedly under uh, investigation after one of his bodyguards alleged the rapper pulled a gun on him during a verbal argument at home. It's reported mm-hmm. uh, law enforcement law enforcement sources uh, uh, that a person from Wayne's security team claimed that <laughs> claimed the two of them got into an argument at Weezy's Hidden Hills, California home, and the situation eventually got much more serious. The guard said Wayne told him. To leave the leave his house after they exchanged words, but when, but but he went to the bathroom first. At that point, Wayne allegedly brandished an assault rifle. The guard, after mm-hmm. fleeing the scene, told police the funeral rapper pulled an AR-15 style rifle at him. By the time authorities arrived at the at the scene, the artist had reportedly already left. The guard claimed the argument got physical. But law enforcement sources said his story seems to be shaky, and he did not sustain any injuries. No charges mm-hmm. have been filed, and the guard reportedly isn't looking to pursue pursue any. Although police have launched an investigation, Lil Wayne has not publicly commented on the matter yet. But so it's close to him then uh, denied that the incident took place, saying the rapper doesn't own a gun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, mm. uh, <laughs> this news comes less than a week after Corda 
Corday dropped a new collaboration with Weezy titled Sinister. Young Blue also teased last month via a screenshot of the, of the text message that he has a track with Wayne on the way. Um, here's what's funny. I'm sure nine times out of ten, the bodyguard is a big cat, you know what I mean, like a big dude. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. And I'm sure they couldn't have got physical because it's like Wayne ain't that big. And I'm sure his bodyguard is much no. bigger. So if he really would have got physical, dude, dude would have knocked Wayne the hell out. I'm sure that. Is, come on. Come on. Come on. He would have snatched Thanks. him up. He would have yoked him up. Um, <laughs> so he, listen. <laughs> listen. The moment, the moment he put that gun back, if he was carrying a gun and did reveal the gun, if, in fact, that did happen, and the moment he put that away, if it was me and I'm the bodyguard and all that stuff, I'm sorry. I'm snatching him up. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. snatching them up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm twisting them up <laughs> to a bow tie, tossing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, that's funny. It, it, it's funny. Well, I can see the gun part happening. You know, you probably felt like this big dude think he's gonna bully me and get on got my. Okay, I can see that possibly maybe happening. But them getting a physical altercation. And I'm like the cops, like, nah, it's kind of shaky. You probably look at the size of him, like, nah, dude, nah, he ain't, he ain't gonna. He probably get one, barely one punch on you. Probably hurt the guy. So yeah, but brandishing a, a, a weapon, I maybe can see that. I maybe possibly see that. I ain't gonna bullshit you. I think I can see that. To be honest with you. So, mm-hmm. uh, nevertheless, the story is funny. <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it, it's his word against um Wayne. You know, unless somebody else seen it, there's a camera footage that shows that he actually did it. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. At, at the end of the day, he still got his job. I'm sure Wayne ain't going to fire. They probably got was drinking and smoking or something. Got a lot of hand. As, you know, I'm sorry. I don't think that he was. I, I don't think he will have his job after this. <laughs> after he accused nah, him of having I, a gun that Listen, stranger things have happened. Trust me. <laughs> Stranger than that, I would not be surprised you stayed on. I think he's out the door. You got to think bigger than that. Remember, the people, before you release them, you got to know what they have on you. You understand what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. this bodyguard probably known and see things or whatever. So before he probably released it, probably, you know, hold on to him for a little bit (laughs) because he knows too much that could get out there. You got to think bigger. And if we start firing people, like whatever, and this is, I'm sure they the first time they bump heads or whatever, and I'm sure it might have been exaggerated. I don't think he's going to release them right away. I, he knows too much, too much, and probably seen a lot of things that could get him a nice little book. <laughs> Trust me. So I don't think he's going to get rid of them that quickly. If he got people around, I'm like, all right, hold off. Listen, you, like, you, you also got to think about you also got to think about, he may know a lot of things, but he probably also participated in a lot of those things. But nobody don't know that. So, so what he put himself they, in, so what he put himself out there? So, yeah, because they'll take his word over the, so like, oh, we all know, well, we, we do that already. We all, we do it already. We take someone else's word over a you celebrity word any time. You know what? You're probably right because you know these these young cats nowadays they they go out there and they commit a crime and they tell on themselves by putting it out there on social media. <laughs> we do it all the time. <laughs> they tell on themselves. It's like, hey, dude, they it's like really, 
but, but yet they talk about, you know, you're a snitch, you're a snitch. Well, aren't you a snitch on yourself? Because you're telling right. on yourself. You're telling all the crimes that you're committing. Right. <laughs> photos up, videotaping, and, and cleaning stuff out. Like, I just robbed somebody. Like, Why are you saying that? What, what are you doing? Like, what? Yeah, so there you go. Uh, they go rob right. somebody and they go on social media and show the, the, the evidence that they done took from the person. Hey, look what I took. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it happens all the time. It's happening right now. Why would you do right that? Right now. There's no logic to that, though. There is no <laughs> none at all. I don't understand. For, for some and reason, they feel that the law enforcement don't look at social media and see things. I, I, I really don't understand that. It's just foolish on their part, but they do it all the time. They have they have they have um, task force task force like teams <laughs> like like certain mm-hmm. task teams that look over uh, social media certain individuals or whatever or any red flags that might give off it's it's out there you got you got to know this stuff it's not just sitting on quiet like nobody's reading that people in law enforcement whether from the high high of government to your local precinct of people looking through social media for any type of Incriminating yep. evidence of whatever they do it all the time. It's out there. And yeah, this ain't no conspiracy stuff. This is the this is the real deal, Holyfield. It's the truth. Listen, so I remember I looking at uh, on social media where this guy uh, live um, stream himself showing up all this money that he has. He got guns and everything, you know, not knowing that the cops was watching, and they were right outside his house. He was right outside his house. Now he told everything. They went inside the house. He was done. He was done. Stupid. Stupid. He was done. It's yeah. like he was, he was foolish. He was just... <laughs> right. Right. Man, oh, man. He told uh, anyway, himself. Right. That's they, an easy they conviction. <laughs> they all do. They all do. They try to defend themselves. I didn't do nothing. Look, dude, this one. Anyway, I digress. We digress. Uh, all right, we'll play some, uh, some more holiday music, and we'll come back. we got a lot more stuff to get into. I said I'm going to wear. I'll be right back. NYPA. What's wrong with my microphone? Oh. NYPA Entertainment Radio. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me and a partridge in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, my true love came to me. Three branches, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love came to me. Four calling birds, three branches, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. 
Independence Day of Christmas my true love gave to me. Seven swans are swimming, six feet to You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch. 
You have termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile. You're a foul one, Mr. Grinch. You're a nasty, wasty skunk. Your heart is full of unwashed socks. Your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. The three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote, Stink, stank, stunk. You're a rotter, Mr. Grinch. You're the king of sinful spots. Your heart's a dead tomato splotched with moldy purple spots, Mr. Grinch. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable, mangled up in tangled up knots. You nauseate me, Mr. Grinch. With a nauseous super nos. You're a crooked jerky jockey and you drive a crooked horse, Mr. Grinch. You're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe She'd been drinking too much eggnog And we begged her not to go But she forgot her medication and she staggered out the door into the snow When we found her Christmas morning At the scene of the attack She had hoof prints on her forehead And incriminating claws marks on her back Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve you can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Now we're all so proud of Grandpa, he's been taking this so well. See him in there watching football, drinking beer and playing cards with Cousin Mel. It's not Christmas without Grandma. All the family's dressed in black And we just can't help but wonder Should we open up her gifts or send them back? Send them back! Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me 
Daddy and Grandpa, we believe. Now the goose is on the table. And the pudding made of figs. And the blue and silver candle that would just have matched the hair in Grandma's wig. I've warned all my friends and neighbors, better watch out for yourself. They should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Sing it, Grandpa Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we found this article for Zoe. I know it might give him kind of worked up a little bit because he doesn't like sequels or prequels or remakes of classics. So when I came across this, I heard him already kind of getting a little agitated with this idea. 
Mm-hmm. So, Zell. <laughs> What's that? <clears throat> you ain't talking about different strokes, are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. no? Movie. Okay. Movie. 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 And by the way, that was funny, by the way. I think we did a good job, but we can get that another time. Um, yeah. <laughs> we love to see them. This is the article. New Jack City sequel in the works. Gosh. No, no, no. Leave it alone. It's a classic. Leave it alone. It's a classic. Who they going to play it? Wait, 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 wait. In the original, they killed them all. No, no. Let me finish. Let me read it to get the idea. All right, so here it is. Three decades after its release, the story of Nino Brown uh, could be revisited. Michael, uh, Barry Michael Hooper, who wrote the screenplay for New Jack City, shares his vision for a prequel to the 1991 film via Twitter. Now, here it is. It's called The Diary of Nino Brown, the monster the monster Reagan created prequel, sequel, work, the sequel work in progress soon, uh, God willing. Cooper has been brainstorming about ways to keep the New Jack City story alive for years. Besides the prequel, he's also... He also had a sequel in mind titled Am I My Brother's Keeper, which was the model of the Cash Money Brothers crew in the film. Uh, there there were also reports that Malcolm Mays, who we've seen in Snowfall and Raising Canaan, uh, was working on a New Jack sequel as well. No matter, who, no matter who working on the sequel or prequel, Wesley Snipes, who played the wholehearted killer in Drug Kingpin Nino Brown, said he doesn't want any parts of them. Cool. I think some mm-hmm. things should be left alone. If it mm-hmm. if it worked at the time under the circumstances, he um, he told OK Player in 2019. Quote, mm-hmm. and the story was built around things that are current. I don't particularly like the idea of uh, recreating the drug culture. For what? Uh, he said that every time he Thank was you. approached about follow-up projects, he declined. New Jack City is the only 90s favorite that deserves some attention. Um, <laughs> there is some more on someone come down a pipeline in development, blah blah blah. All right, let her rip, Tater Chip. No, you you already know. You already know what I'm gonna say. There's no reason for them to mess with this. It's a classic by itself in the '90s. It should be left alone. You and I both mm-hmm. know the real G Money, which G Money was um, portrayed in this. Um, you know, by um, was it Alan Payne? In the movie mm-hmm. of um of New Jack City, you know mm-hmm. we had him on our show on several occasions. The the real G mm-hmm. Money in the show they had him killed off in the movie of New Jack City. Mm-hmm. In real life, he's mm-hmm. not dead, nor is Nino Mm-mm. Brown. <laughs> nor is Nino Brown. But in the movie, Mm-mm. you know, of course they fabricated something, the Hollywood version. You know, they had them mm-hmm. killed off on it. They're not dead in real life. Mm-hmm. They're still alive because, mm-hmm. you know, again, mm-hmm. Kyle and I know the original G-Money. And the original mm-hmm. G-Money didn't like the version um, of the Hollywood of him having it. So he was creating his own um, New Jack City, which he's going to tell mm-hmm. what really went down, um, you know, back then, you know, uh, when it was operating out of the uh, – he, he said they weren't – they really didn't operate out the Carter building, right, as they showed in New Jack City. No. They that they operated no. out the Carter. So he said in, in reality they never really operated out of there. But he said that they mm-hmm. did, um, you know, made a lot of money off of what they did back then. And he said that the cash money was something that he created to make it seem like it was more than one – 
that it was more people than it really was. Mm-hmm. You know, the original G Money that he came up with mm-hmm. the, you know, the Cash Money um, brothers. Um, that was mm-hmm. his way of making it appear to be so many more people involved than it really was, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, a lot of things fabricated in the movie. Um, but to mess with this, no. They shouldn't mess with it. They should leave it alone, as well as so many. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying a lot of, you know, remakes um, aren't good. You know, like, again, there are a lot of them are great and classics. Scarface, mm-hmm. for one. The original mm-hmm. Scarface is a classic itself. It used real Italian, used Italian guys. The next Scarface with um, Al Pacino is also a classic. <laughs> but they use, mm-hmm. um, 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 what they use? He, he, well, he was Italian portraying a Cuban. Right, a Cuban. Right, it was Cubans, mm-hmm. not Italians, you know, like the original gangster movie. Right. Now, that was a, a, a great, you know, remake. You know, they're both classics. Mm-hmm. They should never do another one on that, uh, in my opinion. But right. to do one now, and most um, remakes of these movies now are usually trash. And I'm going to say that, and I'm sure that this one's going to be horrible. Will I watch it? I'll probably take a peep out of it just so I can talk about it on the show. Well, that's the response I wanted to get, so <laughs> I did my job. <laughs> I did my job. <laughs> I purposely I just wanted to get a rise out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I just let him go. I just let him go. <laughs> All right, we can move on. I did, I did my job. I got my, I got my laugh off of that. <laughs> That's it. I've I succeeded in getting. I, I knew he was gonna go into it. Go ahead. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Right. Let's move on. Well, we 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 um actually um talked about this um last week about the the verses between um Bone Thugs and um and um Three Six Mafia, and mm-hmm. uh, we gave our opinion on what we thought. You know what shouldn't have happened. You know, because it definitely could have hurt. You know, future verses um, to be performed um, because of this fight. Uh, even though it was mm-hmm. comical when I seen that, as I said last week as well. But um, <clears throat> Busy Bone of Bone Thugs and Harmony um, um, on early Friday morning, he penned a, a lengthy apology to. Instagram for his behavior that briefly put the hip-hop moment on pause. Um, And, quote, he said, I feel as a man there is time to apologize and be the bigger person. The Cleveland rapper began, even if you do not feel wrong, um, even if you do not feel wrong. um, uh, Thank you for everything uh, he's saying to verses, but when you, a man, and you understand there is time to be a bigger person. Mistakes will be made. This is hip hop. Mm-hmm. If we was posed, uh, if we was supposed to be perfect, then we would even we wouldn't be here. Even be here. Um, yes, Switz needed to be called and spoken to as well. Even though he told me it was okay. Oh, beautiful using the N word, uh, which I'm not used to saying it. Uh, when I got mm-hmm. back um, on stage, I meant 
what I said, unquote. He continued, I really hope you guys understand my passion for music and my seriousness um, about God. I really believe in what I say. I'm an artist. I came back because I know a lot of people depended on me. It was not scripted, but it ended perfect. A toast to hip-hop. Um, um, shit gets a little crazy sometimes. Um, gave you enough hell to know what heaven um, can be like. Huh? <laughs> you guys did a heck of a job in embracing me after the um, that took class um, as well. Um, this is real. I am real. God bless you all. And some of the stuff you just wrote didn't make any sense. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I I commend him for, you know, coming out and, um, you know, to give the apology because um, he understood that, you know, that fight between, you know, Bone Dugs and 3-6 Mafia could have definitely um, hurt, you know, any future verses, um, especially with hip-hop artists. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah. it could it could have hurt it, and a lot of venues probably wouldn't, you know, accept any more hip hop artists out there because of you know the violence that comes uh, that may arise behind you know hip hop artists itself, and it's been done in you know in the past, not in verses, but you know, in, in past shows from that. So hopefully, there will be no more fights you know, during the verses because it's all out of fun. You know, all it is is battle of hits and all, and, and, and people should enjoy themselves. They shouldn't take it to heart and go after each other like that and throwing bottles and fists. Um, all that is unnecessary. Get out there, have fun. You know, again, this for those um, artists out there um, who hasn't been relevant in years, this could resurface your career. <laughs> Look at it that way. Take advantage of it. Um, yeah, like I, I agree with you. I, I commend him on doing that, and it was cool that he, you know, m- you know, man, man, man up, so to speak, uh, for lack of a phrase, to apologize and and, and what have you. Because, like Jada Kid said, the dipset that's not pissing no white people off. Um, because <laughs> the last thing he wanted to do with those who run in Triller or, or whoever owns it now is not have hip-hop on there anymore, or they'll isolate certain kinds of hip-hop for fear that something will escalate again and become much worse. Uh, so it's cool that he that he did, that he apologized and moved forward, and let's get on to the next one, and hopefully it's a good one, and um, that's it, you know? Um, Dame Dash says Kanye West was only Rockefeller records, art, records artist who showed him, quote, proper respect. Um Doing the first part of Kanye's not infamous in a interview um, on Drink Champs, co-host Nori asks the Donda rapper who was better as Rockefeller Records CEO, Jay-Z, or Dane. He, the VA quick answer was Dane. Absolutely, 1,000%. Dame Dash, easy proclaimed. Dame Dash, the visionary. He, he the original black hipster. I'm, I'm the devil's worst nightmare. I'm Dame Dash with money. Uh, while Ye referred to Hove as his boss multiple times throughout his hours along Drink Champs interview, it was clear he thought Dane was was a superior businessman and made his admiration for the Rockefeller co founder abundantly clear. Um Dane Dash responded to Ye's 
uh, kind words and said he was the only one who ever gave him the respect he felt he deserved. He's an interesting guy. Our relationship, when he speaks on it, I'm surprised, but, you know, I don't really do that, plus I don't want to trigger him. Uh, he continued, you know, the thing about that was I will say about Kanye is he's the only one on a real level that's given me a certain kind of respect, the only one. And it doesn't matter because and it doesn't matter because he's the biggest one, right? He's the only billionaire in the crew. It's funny, you know, he's the only one to pay proper respect, and he's always been that guy. As Big Sean, John Legend, uh, Tyler Quali, Soldier Boy, and others know, Ye's wrath is intense, but his respect is just as important. And according to Dane, Ye was the only one for Rockefeller to recognize his genius and champion it on a public platform. Um, I, I still think Dane Dash has, um, has, he's still envying, you know, of what happened. You know, and and I I I don't you know to say who would a better business person between Dame and Jay? Well, it was obviously it's Jay. <laughs> it's mm. obviously Jay because Jay moved on and he became did bigger things and he's up there in the billion dollar mark. Where's Dame at? Mm-hmm. Dame is not there. I'm not saying that he doesn't have the vision. Yes, he has the vision and all. And yes, he helped, um, you know, get Rockefeller to where it need to be. But it wasn't him alone. <laughs> it wasn't just right. his and, vision alone. But I think also Dame was the only one that believed in Ye as a rapper. Jay Jay Z okay. didn't. Jay Z didn't think he was good enough and just thought of him as a producer. Dame's the only one. And and uh, he said on one of his first album, I think he said it college dropout and interviews or whatever. And I think it goes a long way with with Kanye or maybe anybody uh, who believes in you from the beginning when everybody else thinks you can't outside of yourself, who champions you, who's in your corner. Because when he wanted to tra- transition over from just being a producer to a rapper, right. everyone didn't think he had the skill set to do it. And Dan was like, no, nah, he's good, and pushed him and pushed him and, and convinced and and then finally, Jay was like, yeah, you're right, he is good. And then the rest is history where Jay was like, all right, I got you. And, you know, them two just took off and, you know, Dame did his own thing or whatever. Um, right. But listen, it's true, yeah, Jay's a billionaire and so forth and so on. And it, and it looked like, yeah, obviously he's the better businessman, whatever, How you know. But I don't know. Uh, at, at the end of the day, I mean, that's that man's opinion He because he knows stuff that we don't know. And, you know, he just – it, it, it was an ongoing story, and I think you brought this up years ago, either on the air or behind the scenes, where it was where Dane kind of burnt a lot of bridges p- playing the bad cop, good cop thing. Right. Being an asshole, being the guy that was whatever, making things happen, but he ran out of bridges. Right. He burnt a lot of bridges by doing that. He did. And as he time did. went on, a lot of cats um, didn't want to deal with him. Business wise, plus he right. heard it from Jay. A lot of people um, kept doing business with Rockefeller because of Jay and because of Biggs. Excuse me, I didn't mean to leave out Biggs because of Biggs. Um, so uh, a lot of stuff, maybe why he's not worried that maybe I'm just speculating. Don't come after me. Is because of the bridges he burnt during the time that Rockefeller was on top, and he was kind of like the mouthpiece. You know, Cream was quiet. Jay was Jay. Um, it, you know, and I've heard that. I heard you say it, and some people have said it is. You know, like a lot of people didn't want to didn't want to mess with him. Um, 
because he burned bridges. Not because he's a bad business person. Is like you know sometimes you burn bridges and you work with somebody early on, they just don't like you. And it's like yeah. I'm not doing business. And people are not going to want to do business with a person if they exactly. you know come out you exactly. know at, with this harsh um you know. It, it it was a documentary. I mean, you know, where the person was following Rockefeller and I think Def Jam at the same time. It was like a concert between Rockefeller and, and Def Jam, and and Def mm-hmm. Jam name was the bigger name on there, and Dane Dash didn't like that. He felt that Rockefeller should have been there. Um, mm-hmm. And this is not a, a a Def Jam thing. This is a rock, and you know, he kind of like was on the phone, like really getting harsh with people. It's like you can't mm-hmm. do things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to get your point across and all that stuff, but the way he came off was a way that where people may not want to do business with you in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, and you know, I don't know if you've seen that, but that that came out a while back, like in the nineties, I believe. This this documentary where they was on tour, going around and on a bus and. You just seeing how Dame was just, you know, being and somewhat nasty towards certain people. Mm-hmm. And then going around yeah. bragging, I only wear my socks once. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that leaves that leaves a bad taste in people's mouths, and you know, and as they say, the same people you see going up will be the same people you see coming down. So. Um, but yeah, so, you know, so again, I'm not saying that he doesn't have great ideas. Uh, you know, I've listened to him speak, and a lot of his ideas are are are, are good, are great. You know, mm-hmm. he do have a lot of great ideas, and and not right. to say that he haven't he did help a lot of people. He has, right. but the better business person out of them two, Jay and 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 Dame, I will have to go with Jay because look where he's at and look where Dame at. I can, you know I where they were together. Huh? Hey, I, I can't. I can't. I, you know what? I hear what you're saying, but I got. I can't just say, look where he's at. Where he's at. Again, there's a lot of moving parts behind the scenes. I think it's not that clear cut and dry. To be honest with you. So it's hard to say who's the best because one one is where the other person at. Again, we just said it. We well, you have to. You, you you see where one is at and where the other one is at, so you have to yeah, go but, with Jay but, on that. He's but, a better but, business but person right now. Better. Like, we, did, we pretty much just said it. Some people might not don't want to do business with him because of his reputation. I don't mean he's a bad business person. They just don't like his personality. They're just like, I don't, want to, I don't want to deal with you. I heard whatever. It's like once, you, once your reputation precedes you, in business in general, people ain't gonna mess with you. Period. I'll give you a quick example. I'll give you a quick example. Um, I'm gonna go to sports real quick before we jump to music break. Um mm-hmm. Bill Lambeer. Bill Lambeer played for Detroit Pistons. All through the eighties right. he was Bad the bully, boy. he was messing people right. up the whole nine. Bill Lambeer Bill Lambeer could not he, he I mean he he coached in WNBA, won championships with the ladies, but could not and cannot get a job in the NBA as a coach. Why? Not because he's a bad coach. Because people remember how he was and don't want to do business with him. They don't want to do business with him. Same thing Patrick Hewitt, too. Patrick Hewitt had the same problem. They carry this, people carry this on and how you treat them and their reputation. So sometimes that means you're a bad, bad, uh, per, uh, bad coach or bad businessman. Some people might just think, I don't like, I remember what you did to me. I don't like your personality. I remember whatever, whatever. I'm in position now. I got power. I heard whatever, you know, this, that, and the other. 
that could be a part of it too. I'm not even going to say who's better, who's not, because I don't know for sure. Just regardless of status, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes or what's being said. You know what I mean? Like I said, he did a lot of stuff. That happened in yeah, the background that we don't know about. I mean, that, I, I that, can see that. that. I can see that. It's, it's, it's a possibility, yeah. You know, so I can't just give it a clear shit. I can't just give it a, a clear cut because of, cause Jay is up and, so to speak, and he's not where Jay's at. Um, he just And he says too much, too. Sometimes he just says too much. And I know you try to keep it real. I'm talking about Dane. Um, no, and I know. Some people are like, oh, okay. That's, that's how you feel? And uh, then right. whatever, so. Um, and sometimes, yeah, because I, I heard stories about him when people try to partner up with him, he takes over the whole partnership as if it's like it's him, and it was like that's right. not how businesses work. So a no. lot of that's a factor into just like personality wise. Not saying he don't got the mind for business, it somehow I think his personality bleeds into it, and it just kind of corrupts you know, a little bit I, of everything. I've seen, you know, I've seen old interviews where. Jay Dame and Memphis Bleak and all of them, then they in there, they all of them is taking over and you see Jay face like, Why am I here? Like he's give that that look of right. you know, why am I here? Because, you know, all the others are doing all the talking, talking smack on there, saying that we did this, we that, we and then Jay just standing there like with a blank look in his face, like he really doesn't want to be there at that moment. Right, and he just want to walk away from them right, right at that moment, and you know, again, yeah. all that may have hurt the friendship between you know Jay and Dame, and all. Even though Dame um, Jay did acknowledge Dame um, um, when he received what was it that he received? I can't remember, but he did acknowledge Hall that if it wasn't for Dame, you know, yeah, there you go. Um, that they probably wouldn't be where they at. Um, he helped, um, you know, bring um, Rockefeller to where it was. So he did give him that acknowledgement, and Dame actually appreciate that and accept that and yeah. hope that he and Jay can come together and do business. I don't think it's going to happen. We both said that. I think they at least be amicable and be friends. But I don't, right. think, I don't think Jackson can't see him and Jay doing business again. They know too much about each other to be on to kind of work together. I think if anything, right. at least be cool, be friends, and, and just you know, just and just keep it moving. Which we're about to do right. now. We're going to keep this moving. We're going to play some music. We're going to come back. We got some more stuff to get into on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Christmas holiday 
weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I've brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. The fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbying. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Blue 
And we'll go for a walk as the hope of Janice and Jen And mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well It's the sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring Is the carol that you sing right within your heart Beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door Sure it's Christmas once more. 
Welcome back, NYP Entertainment Radio. I'm gonna we can keep this uh, train moving. Alicia Keys finally, <clears throat> excuse me, Alicia Keys finally addresses the moment Little Mama crashed her performance with Jay Z at the 2009 VMAs. Remember when Little Mama jumped in on Alicia Keys and Jay Z's iconic power state of mind moment? Alicia does it um, during the during the 2009 uh, MTV Music Awards. The rapper abruptly joined Jay-Z and Alicia, Alicia on stage, striking the pose towards the end of the duo's performance of their New York City anthem, Empire State of Mind. Uh, now, Alicia has revealed to fans that she has no idea that was happening at the time. Cool, basically, I remember absolutely nothing, she, um, she said in an interview. I think I was so focused on performing because when you perform, it's a lot. You got to hit it. You got to nail it. You got to kill it. Uh, it has to be perfect. Explaining that she and Jay performed opposite sides of the stage before coming together at the end. She had a quote, when I tell you 100% I was oblivious to the idea that um, that next to him was another person, which kind of scared scared the shit out of me uh, out of me later when I figured it out. Uh, in fact, it wasn't until Alicia was back in her dressing room that she found out what had happened from her collaborator. Quote, I go to my dressing room and Jay's face is like funny, Alicia explained. I was like, yo, that was so crazy. He was like, he was like, you ain't see that. I was like, huh? He's like adding, we just ki- she added, we just killed it. Well, that's what I saw. Um, and later on, nine, just a few weeks after the VMAs, Jay Z talked about it on Hot 97. To interrupt, uh, quote, to interrupt that moment for us, I don't think that was the right thing to do. He shared at the time, it was a lot of planning that went into the performance uh, to disrupt disrupt that was out of line. Uh, earlier this year, Little Mama re- revealed on social media that she attempted to privately apologize to both stars for storming the stage, but says her efforts have gone unanswered. Um, for Alicia, yeah. it's all water yeah. under the bridge. That was in, you know, she, uh, she's from New York, too, uh, she, she recently said, Alicia. Uh, you know, I think she really felt the energy of the record, and she loved it, and she couldn't hold herself back. Look, this is what what my music does to people. What can I say? Unquote. You, I, you know, I, was a, I remember that. Yeah. That um, I remember actually watching it and saw it when she woke. I actually, when I first seen it, I thought it was part of the show. <laughs> when I found out after the show was over mm-hmm. that it wasn't that she actually stormed the the stage without them, you know, knowing about it, and then seeing the expression of Jay Z face, like wanting to shoot her off, mm-hmm. but you know, he didn't mm-hmm. want to mess up the performance, and um. <clears throat> It hurt Little Mama career. <laughs> it definitely did. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly believe that she's blackballed um, from the industry because of what she's done. You know, Jay got a lot of power in the industry. He got a lot of pull, and he can make that happen. Um, I'm not saying that he made it happen, but, hey, you know, she stormed the stage. He didn't approve of it. You know, um, Alicia didn't approve of it, even though she said that she didn't know that she was on stage during the time because she was so into the show. Um, but mm-hmm. it hurt little mama career because since that happened, you haven't seen her. <laughs> no new music. And at the time, little mama was pretty much almost everywhere, you know, hosting, you know, shows, um, you know, um, um, you know, music shows and all that stuff, dance shows or whatever it was um, that she was doing. But then she kind of faded out after that. And, yeah, she's trying to apologize, I guess. But, you know, 
it's not working out too well, and you know maybe she uh, I'm sure she regret ever doing that. You know, I guess she thought that, you know, she had that pull that she can walk out there and do that. You can't do things like that, especially on Jay, you know, a person with so much pull in it, you know, in the I industry. Think, yeah, I think I think part of it, I think a small part was that. Another part was she had some backing her. She, I can't, I don't even know a, a little mama song, quite frankly. Um, and she didn't really have any heavy music to continue on. Um, so I think a small part was that. A big part was it. There's no, no, there was nothing backing her at all. She didn't carry on no. the momentum. She didn't come out with something equally good as whatever she dropped to get her out there. I don't even know what she dropped to get out there. I mean, I can I couldn't tell you a little mama song. I couldn't even tell you that. I, I um, can't even so remember like, it to be honest with you. See, and there you go. So a little bit was that. A lot was what we just said. And I'm sure somebody else said, "Oh yeah, little mama said." Something I don't, I don't I don't even know I don't even know where she came from, you know what I mean I, that, I remember the performance of she, but, I remember she popped on stage and all that stuff and I even for a second I thought she was part of the show though I realized I don't think she was yeah. but she was just <laughs> showing her ass and jumping on there yeah you're young you're dumb you you full of energy but you don't disrespect someone's performance no matter who you are and right. and status I don't care where you you know I don't care if you Jay jumping on somebody else's stage you don't do that that's their time. To shine, they put that together. They worked hard on it, and for you to come mm-hmm. up there and try to share the spotlight or steal the spotlight, whatever the case may be, is unprofessional and disrespectful. At the end of the day, it's, that's not a cool thing to do. I don't care if it's yeah. her, Jay, Nye, whoever, the ghost of Michael Jackson. I don't care who you are. That's that person's time to shine. They're performing. You to go on there is just disrespectful. Like I'm gonna take the shine. I'm just gonna go up there. You don't do that. And don't wait till. Well, anyway. I don't know how many times she tried to apologize in the past or whatever the case may be. Um, at the end of the day, it's just something you just don't do. I mean, what's done is done, but you just don't do that, period. You just don't right. disrupt someone's performance you at know, all. Prince, you push um, I believe did that did that one time. It was, uh, you know, people were performing on stage, and Prince just made a surprise guest. But Prince, he can do that. <laughs> you know, he's done that. And they gave him a guitar, and he went out there and he played. <laughs> he went out there and he played, you know, because Prince was already it. at that, that status. Yeah, no, but, but I'm just saying it. no. Right. But, you know, they wouldn't blackball him, but little mama, she wasn't on that status as a Prince. Yeah, but, right. But I don't think she's blackballed. I just think she didn't, she didn't carry on that momentum she has. It might be lack of talent, people, lack of interest. You know what I mean? I don't think it's that, I don't, I, can't, I don't think it's too blackball. I don't think she just, she never followed up with anything. I don't even, like I said, we I don't remember that, her um, again. Yeah, I think that um, at one point, you know, after um, Left Eye passed away and um, TLC, you know, T-Boz and Chili, they was going to yeah. use her to perform the Left Eye um, verses at one point. They but did. then I haven't heard anything else about it. Did they use her for it? Yeah. They did. She, they toured with her for a little bit because she was in. She was. I think she. I think she played in the movie as Left Eye, and they did use her mm. for a little bit at the time when the movie came out to tour, promote the movie and all that. They used her for that for a little bit, but that was right. It. But I, I don't. I don't think she's black ball for the, for that. I don't. I don't even want to say. But I just think it's just this lack of interest. Um, she didn't come up with no, no, no. They didn't put the machine behind her. Whatever she has, she's not using it, or whatever the case may be. I think it's a small percentage. A lot of it could be talent. 
or whatever. We don't remember her. Like I said, we don't even know her, her whatever how she got here. We can't we name one of her songs. That says a lot right there. Yeah, right that now we couldn't even you know during the time you know it's like I remember she coming out and she performing the song and at the time it was like catchy to a lot of the younger generations during that time. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't something that I can say that I can still know the name of the song and and still hear the tune of the song because I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really, I don't, yeah, I have no <laughs> idea where this woman came from. I have no clue what song, what group, whatever. I I don't know. Uh, but I, again, I I think she's part of an ensemble group. I think I want to say that I mm-hmm. remember. But I don't see she's. I don't think she's black. Well, I just think she just. Didn't have it. She just got caught up in just not making it, so to speak, past a certain level. The industry does. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. just whatever. You know what I mean? So maybe down the line she'll pop up and, and bring them through to the other side. Who knows? But you and I know um, that the industry is, is rough and it's tough. And if you don't keep the momentum going and don't have the machine behind you pushing you, you're not going to get past the next level or get to any level, to be honest with you. It's just how the industry entertainment is, whether it's music, acting, writing, whatever it is. Um, music it's, is it's more funnier than, than acting and anything else, um, in my opinion. Um, music is like you really got to keep coming out there or you're going to lose the interest of your fans out there really quick, especially when um, a new artist come out. That's coming yeah, out with something catchy. I, I, it's the, it's the same with acting because you come out with one bad movie, studios usually stay away from you for a minute for you to catch back on. You your, your TV shows back to back fail or they flop or whatever. It takes a while for you to catch on. It takes a long while. The industry across the board is you got to stay hot. You got to be hot. Period. No matter what you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. to say this, you know, I, I'm gonna quote this guy because yesterday's price is not today's prices, as Joe would say. So it's now yeah. what have you done for me lately? Is what can you bring now? So I, that's why I think across the board, you got to stay hot. You got to stay in fuego because if you don't, nobody going, nobody want, nobody want to deal with. It. I don't think he he can carry this movie. I don't think he can carry this show. I don't think he can carry this song. I don't think he can carry this script. You know what I mean? And like, well, I only have one flop. That's all you need is one flop. That's it. That's all you need to hear mm-hmm. is one one flop. That's it. And no one wants to touch you. You know what I mean? So it's it's a weird dynamic that the, the industry is. All right. Want to look at the time? Want to wrap things up, folks? We gotta leave you. Uh, we'll be back next week live for our final show of 2021. We will shut it down, like I said, uh, until January 9th. Uh, let's do the shout outs. Yeah, shout out to the pastor from St. Louis, um, Missouri, for calling in, for chiming in. Uh, the top worst 50. Um, hip hop list that somebody who don't know hip hop put out there. So shout out to him, mm-hmm. shout out to Kyle, shout out to Philly, shout out to New York, shout out to everybody who continue to um, listen to our show here, right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. We're grateful to all of y'all. Um, new music for January, hit us up, NYPA Entertainment, um, um, NYPA Entertainment at gmail.com. Remember, spell out the word entertainment. NYPA Entertainment at gmail dot com. Uh, definitely shout out to the pastor and all of the listeners globally. Um, and I'll get into that next week. I'm gonna give certain shout outs next week and because we're tying things up for the end of the year. 
of the downloads I see from around the world. Um, shout out to Zoe, of course, New York, Philly, everyone near and far uh, for supporting and hating the show alike. Um, like I said, we'll wrap things up. Everybody have be safe. Have a good week. Be nice to one another. I know it sounds corny and cliche, but just still be nice. But I'll good karma. And uh, we'll see you live here next week for the final show of 2021, NYPA Entertainment Radio. Yo. I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music. I'm paranoid from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more I drop to my knees, tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blind terrain I've never seen, tell me, Lord, why is it me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company, I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living, they know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing, uh. Making me pick and choose with win or lose Even one of one, my mind is left battered and bruised Choose, these niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight, I'm on my level Sell your soul, deal with the devil <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man Trouble finding the absolute meaning of life Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by But I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine I'm just drifting away, these dreams keep me fueled to progress This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress Throughout the daily grind, I seem to find a peace of mind No wasting time, I need to climb up to the top to make this mine Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be much more than the stars Can I line the journey is dark, but I'll find A source of light to help distinguish the good and the evil the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relate to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truth As if the beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry on, then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture my morals of society as he begins teething But if I have a girl she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain The show is over. The show is over.